Jay right in your face. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Fatty. I got my boy Zade here with me. We're brought to you by the Ball is Life Podcast Network. As you can see, Mike's back in hand. Yes, they're back. No more hands-free. A no little better. less comfortable, but our Spotify and Apple Music listeners are probably thanking us immensely for this uh, it wasn't, shift. It wasn't that bad. It, w- it wasn't as, as, I mean, as I, great as, the, as we, we usually put out. Yeah, that's what it is for me. It's like yeah. when you're so used to putting out a certain level and then you have to like not do it anymore. You yeah, get upset. Oh my gosh! You get upset. Yeah, we can't be releasing this you, stuff. You can't, you can't do that. But it's also the playoffs. We can't afford to not come at the people. Let right. them know what we think. Right. Um. Somebody decided to poke the bear before we went live on air. You've so been poked, bro. I think I think I just want to get started right away. And the first thing I want to talk about is all defensive teams. Yes. Well, that was really the first thing that just released, like not even thirty minutes before we right, started recording. Right. So let me preface this by saying, I did say, and I do believe it, mm-hmm. honestly. That OG Ananobi is a top three wing defender in the league. Right. I said said that before the year started. Mm -hmm. And I thought that he deserved all defense. He did miss a lot of games. He did miss a lot of games for sure. Um, So I do understand that aspect of it. But let's just go through these selections Mm -hmm. and and just kind of go through it. So we'll we'll do the second team first. Right. Uh, So the second team, we have Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard. All seems pretty pretty reasonable names, right? Bam Adebayo, Jimmy, Joel. Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah. And then and then Matisse Thabuli? Th- th- Come th- on, you know you know the name. Thabuli? <laughs> <laughs> Matisse Thabuli, bro? Matisse Matisse Thibel makes it into the second team all defense. Right. In his second year. You're playing with Ben Simmons, who is tied for all defensive first team votes and was second place in all the de- uh, uh, defensive, defensive player of the year. year. Yeah. And you have Joel Embiid anchoring who made, your defense, yeah, who's who made, second, second team, team all defense. And honestly, had he not been injured, he would have for sure been first team all defense. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, they were talking about him for potential uh, defensive player of the year. Right. So all of that being said, and on top of that, I want to check his minutes played because somebody off air it. somebody told me the number, and I don't know who if that it, number is legit. It was Tom. It was Tom. It was Tom. Because because honestly, he was saying he plays around twenty minutes a game, and if that's true, I'm gonna lose my mind. So let let's pull it up. Matisse yep, Thibel here, twenty flat, twenty, 20 minutes point flat. zero minutes per game. That is less than half of a basketball game. Right, and he is on the second team all defense somehow, some way. Yeah. That's a joke to me. Okay. If you're, if you're, you know, you want to say OG missed a lot of games, didn't I'm play. Cool with that. I get it. You brought up a name off air, a guy who's still in the playoffs right now, a mm-hmm. guy who's still playing lockdown defense right, right. now. Right. And Mikel Bridges. Mm-hmm. Matisse Tabuli, bro. You need to tell me. You need to walk <laughs> me off this ledge, bro. Like, what does this mean, bro? What does this mean? No, I don't really understand that. I, I think that's another one of those um, spoken into existence kind of. Uh, awards or whatever it is. I think I think a lot of people, especially in the Sixers, uh, spoke Matisse's defense into existence. And, and not that he's a poor defender, but to be top 10 defender in the league, um, I think that's a bit premature for him. And he's only playing, like you said, he's only playing 20 minutes. You're not even playing the majority of the game. Like, if you, if you really want to put this guy as a top 10 defender, this guy has to be able to play the majority of the game and guard the majority of the game. So... To, to put him up there is, is is mad mad premature for him. He he's got a, he's got a great. Um, does he even start? Uh, I don't think I don't he does. Think he even starts most of the games either. So, 
Yep, he played sixty-five games, started eight of them. <laughs> that is, this is a guy who yo twenty minutes him. off the bench, oh my playing God. with the two best defenders. How did they not put another name in there? Anybody? That's anybody a joke. Anybody else? Um, Mikhail Bridges, we know, is a, is, a, is has been a good defender. Is a good defender. Um, plays for a great team. Uh, primary role is to um, defend perimeter players, knock down threes, make buckets when he needs to. When he needs to. Um, so definitely, that's one name that that could have been thrown into the mix. Um, it's just kind of shocking that they, that they did that. I, I thought, it, it, I mean, like he got oh, twenty more votes than Kawhi Leonard. Matisse, mm-hmm. yeah. Total points sixty three to forty three. Who's voting on these things? Apparently, Alex Caruso caught a first team vote too. Why? You have the, the list, right? I have the list up right now. Uh, so Mikel Bridges had 39 points. Marcus Smart, 22 points. Dort has 17 points. I mean, Dort, we know, is a, is a quality defender. Uh, Chris Paul, who's also a quality defender, uh, so only had, was that, 14 total points? Yeah, 14 total points. Alex Crusoe with five points. I don't know why he got votes. Um, KCP, I don't really know why he got votes. DJ McConnell, he's a pest. He's a pest. Okay, I can see why he got votes. Dinner shorter. I, I don't understand. He got a first team vote, man. He got a first team vote somehow. Dylan Brooks, honestly, I'm sure he got those votes from the, the playoff series. That's where it was really highlighted. Uh, I think he re- he flew under the radar for the the majority of the season. He's another guy that, you know, you can put his name in the mix a bit. Um, Jalen Brown got some votes. Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Russell Westbrook. But I think, I mean. Donovan Mitchell got all defense votes? Yeah, he got one. He got one second team Does vote. he even Nothing play crazy. defense? <laughs> no, 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 not crazy. that he can't, but Nothing like. Nothing crazy. But, I mean, the first three names I think are really Good quality names that you can really put above a Matisse Thybul, and actually the first four names: Mikael Bridges, Marcus Smart, Dort, and Chris Paul are all guys I think I would take over Matisse Thybul and and, and uh, um, second team all defense. A bit shocking that he got it. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how that even happened. Like he doesn't even start. He doesn't even play the majority of the game. It doesn't make sense. But um, it is what it is. I think the NBA every single year has to include someone or some sort of. You know, like snub, snub, or shaft, or whatever you want to call it, so that, so that people can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first team all defense. Uh, I wasn't mad at any of the names on there. I don't hate it. I, I don't, mean, I don't hate it at all. I it's, do. I do think that this Draymond Green thing needs to stop. Like, I don't. Like, what are we rewarding at this point? Who, are you, who are you stopping? It's con- it's consolation reward award at this point. It's it's like listen, this is your reputation as a good defender. You speak about always being a good defender. You you anchor your but team's like, defense. You're known to anchor your team's how, defense. How can we like? How can we in in the same breath say Steph Curry can win MVP because they don't win enough games? But then when it comes to the defensive side, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah your first team all defense. No, but it's like, I mean you're not even winning enough games to get to the playoffs. So what do you? What, what are you defending? Are you what, are you, what, the, what are you defending? Who are you stopping? I, I, I agree with that to, to a certain extent. I don't think he should have got first team. First team is a bit too high. I would be okay if he got the he second got team. third overall votes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'd be okay if he got second um, second team. Being being the bottom five of the top ten is different than being the top five. It, it, it just puts you on, on a whole other level. Draymond has a big mouth, and that's, I think that's his mm-hmm. best defense, and that's why he gets in every single year. Like, um, yo, here's, here's one that, that kind of bothers me too. Utah had a top five defense in the league. They have one guy in both teams. Philly has three. Yeah. Milwaukee has two. Yeah. Miami has Miami has two. A first round sweep has two. And these are all the analytics guys voting. These are all the media guys voting. They know the numbers. They should know what teams have great defenders, what teams play good defense. Um, and it seems like every single year, it's the same idea as Marcus Hall getting defensive player of the year by getting a second team all defense. Th- these things just don't align. And the NBA needs to find um, some sort of like. 
system or some sort of um, whatever process to make these things align more because this is kind of like one of those stupid examples of Marcus Gasol getting second team all defense but getting defensive player of the year. These these things just and these trends and these numbers and these analytics they don't make sense yeah. to what's actually happening. And another thing too, when it comes down to defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert had double the votes as Ben Simmons, but they have the exact same votes for, all for team. first team, first team all defense. Uh, but is that the maximum amount of votes you can have? That might be the max. That's why they have the same. Is amount. there such I, thing? I feel like there is some sort of max. I don't They're know. Both at two hundred, it looks like. Honestly, at the end of the day, we know Ben and Rudy should be up there. I think Utah maybe should get maybe one more guy. Who are you putting uh, from Utah on there? Mike Conley? Who, who are you going to put on there? I, I, not that they're... Not that he's a port... He's a Royce O'Neal. No, Royce O'Neal, uh, top first team? He's a Mikhail uh, Bridges uh, of that 10. team. First team? Yeah. Well, I don't know about uh, first team, but he... You can better, sneak, than better than Tabuli. <laughs> better than Tabuli. <laughs> You're sticking to that name forever. That's uh, a great one. Of course, one. man. Um, definitely, there's a lot more names that you can you can throw in the mix. Um, Thibault, I think... I, I don't think anybody's opposed to him... Not being on that list, um, one of those, one of those, another one of those NBA lists that that are very interesting. But uh, moving on from first team all defense, I think all the awards have been announced now. Um, if we could just keep up, we'll, we'll keep we'll stick to the awards. Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year, no shocker there. Um, kind of weird how they announced MVP first and then Defensive Player of the Year after. I feel like I thought they should, were gonna wait till after the year. I think because of COVID, maybe they're not gonna do that thing anymore. But I feel like you should you should lead up to MVP. I think that's like the pinnacle of the awards. Nobody cares about defensive player of the year, defensive player of the year in general. So you, Le- like, leaks have cares? gone away. Like uh, leaks used to be fun, but now you're ruining awards. Legit. Like, bro, why are you leaking the award, man? Yeah. Um. So those I think were the two awards. I think we maybe already discussed. Six men. Six men was was Jordan Clarkson. Uh, there was no doubt about that. Uh, Coach of the year. Did we discuss? We that? discussed. I don't know if we discussed. I think we discussed it after. I think it was after last week's episode. We had saw it. You, you, that's and another I, one of those things. And that's another one of those things that sounds about white, but. <laughs> I, although my vote was for Tom Thibodeau and he ended up getting it, I do think Monty was shafted. Bro, he got more first and, place votes. And and shafted by far. What Monty's been able to do with that team, playoffs aside, obviously the playoffs has been great, but he you're you're second in second in the West. You got you got a team. They're in the conference final. They're right in the now. conference final right now. Like yeah. what? Yeah, what, I'd even, what is that? Heck, I'd even put Jay Crowder's second team all defense over Tabuli. <laughs> now that hard. we're talking about it, but so, but I, yeah, no, I, I, a bit, of, a, a bit of a confusing awards season, I guess you can call it. Some were obvious. Some, were, you know, Jokic got MVP, well deserved. That was our vote. Yeah, I just, I just think that if in any competition ever in life, if you get more first place votes than somebody. But your third place tally is valued at higher. You should never win. You should never win something that you didn't win first place votes in. Like it makes no sense to me that the man won fo- more first place votes, but then everyone forgot about him and they gave him third place votes instead of second place votes. Like how does that work? The, you got more first place votes. That's it. You it, win. It's over. You win it. You get first. Yeah. You get second. Like I don't understand this. Oh, but the points they tally. Well, you take into the third place votes in the. Shut up, bro. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear your rationale. What they should do is just vote top 10. Where should this person belong? First team, no. Second team, okay. That's it. There's no multiple votes for multiple the media, teams or whatever. The media has too much power in, in, in these yeah. awards. And yeah, it does. It I do. mean, it's a, it's weird, but Monty Williams deserved it. And, I mean, Phoenix is still in, in it. And yeah. like we said a little bit earlier, they just finished sweeping. their four-game sweep of the MVP. Oh, my sheesh. Jokic and oh the Denver Nuggets. Sheesh. Now... 
I want to say that as as impressive as this is on Phoenix, like how bad do you feel as Portland that you couldn't even take this team to seven games and Phoenix just destroyed these guys but with a bunch of youngins. Man, but Phoenix is just, I think, still a bit underrated in the sense of how they play together. And, you know, you underrate... Monty Williams. Monty, you underrate Monty Williams. You underrate... I think people underrate also Chris Paul's effect on the team. And just the that it, it's it's this this team looks like it's more than just like X's and O's basketball talent whatever like they look like they're firing on all cylinders. You don't have those CJ McCollum Dame moments where you're kind of not fighting between who's taking the ball up or who's who's scoring who's shooting. But there is a bit of you know you know gray area in that sense. Everyone knows on this Phoenix team what the role is, what they have to do. The book he's a bucket. Aiden has been killing it. Chris Paul has been a great leader and, and, comes through in mo- and, and it comes through in moments where he needs to come through. Makai um, Bridges defends when he needs to and, 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 and um, shoots and scores when he needs to. Drake, Jay Crowder is on the same. Shadich does the same. Everybody, <laughs> everybody does their job and does it so well on that team. And it looks like they just can't be beat. Obviously, they couldn't be beat by the, by the Nuggets. But it's, it's for, for, for Portland, it proves that they have a long way to go. And and for the Denver Nuggets, it, it sucked for them to lose Jamal Murray. Um, I don't know. I think Jamal Murray would have extended to six, but I, I don't think they would have gotten the the, the victory. Look, in the you end. need to, you need to also look at it on on the other end as well, where it's going to be harder for Devin Booker to do Devin Booker things when Jamal Murray's on the court. It was the same thing that we saw with. Uh, that first game, John Moran, Dylan Brooks w- against Utah before Donovan Mitchell came back, and yeah. they they were able to get theirs. Like they got their points, they were able to play free, and they won a game. Mm-hmm. When Donovan Mitchell's on the court, he demands attention. attention. Jamal Murray demands attention, and Jamal Murray last year gave them a couple fifty point games in the playoffs, forty point games. So he can score in high volumes. I don't know if like it could go either way. Mm-hmm. I just think that, like you said. Phoenix is so well prepared. Yeah, it man. seems like they were preparing from last year's bubble for this moment. It's crazy for this playoff run yep. because they're like when you look at everyone, like you said, the roles. When you look at the top two guys, right, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, both of them know their roles, but both of them also play very different roles. Yeah, whereas like CJ, like you said, CJ and Damon, it's a little bit more gray area, right? Yeah. But Chris Paul has been fantastic. I want to look at his numbers. For the series, because um, he in the elimination game last night he put up I don't even know what it, what is I have his numbers in the series there but in the series he, yeah twenty five and a half points a game which by the way is actually more than D book who was twenty five point three so twenty five point five with ten point three assists okay he had five turnovers in four total games he shot seventy five percent from from three sixty three percent from the field a hundred percent from the free throw line as a team Phoenix shot fifty two forty three eighty nine point eight so I'm gonna round that up to ninety you're gonna give them the ninety give eighty nine point eight give them the ninety that's fatty approved fifty two forty three ninety as a roster in a four game sweep against the MVP they were firing all cylinders man it looked it was beautiful to watch and it's like this is how basketball should be played when you look at let me let me read this to you Jay Crowder, 55% from three. Torrey Craig, 50% from three. Dario Sarge, 50% from three. Shut Cam Johnson, 42% from three. And then these randoms. And then Chris Paul, 75. 
Devin Booker 31 could be better. Mikael Bridges 33 could be better. Mm-hmm. But as a team, 43% from the three-point line. like You can't ask for any more than that, man. And then you go on the other side, and they put up 35% Denver as a roster. Right. Now, Jokic, 28% from three. Yeah, he struggled from three. Um, still was able to find his, though, and he was... I think he... Like, bro, after he got that award, I think he's like, yo. Bun it. The season's done. <laughs> it's done. Bro. He averaged what? He guys averaged, are scrubs. He averaged 25... Yeah. Uh, 13 rebounds um, and, and six, and just under six assists. Mm-hmm. Like you said, shot 20, 28% from three, sorry. Um, 47% from the field. He didn't have the greatest of series, but he did he was have... the best player by He was far. the best player by far on this team. Um, Denver was getting contributions from a bunch of guys on different nights, but it just didn't look like Denver had enough. And they didn't. Like Phoenix was just so well prepared, so in sync. They played how basketball is supposed to be played, and it, it, it was beautiful to watch. And, you know, despite Chris Paul taking over and dropping 37 in the elimination game, it didn't feel like it was all about Chris Paul. It didn't feel like it was just this guy is going and giving them the win. It felt like it was a team effort. felt like it was a team win. Um, and now they're in the conference finals for the first time in since 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's and they the, have that's some the, time to rest, which is key. That's the Steve Nash era. Uh, so it's been that long. Um, great turnaround for the Suns. Uh, like there's, there's literally nothing bad you can say about them. Um, they get Monty has gotten the most out of all of his guys, one through fifteen. Whoever plays, he knows what he's getting from them. Um, I think this is the year for them. I'm very tempted. This is Chris Paul's year. I've seen what's happened on the East. We'll talk about what's happened on the East side. It, it's. I'm very tempted to say it's their year. Um, a lot more has to play out, and so let's move on mm-hmm. to. The we'll keep on the West to the Utah Jazz and the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. Utah's currently up two one in that series. Um, highlights of the series: Donovan Mitchell uh, averaging what forty a game. Uh, what it feels like to be forty a game, but Donovan Mitchell basically carrying, not carrying, but acting and being a superstar. Mm-hmm. And thirty seven point three now. There it is, thirty seven point three points a game. We're gonna round up to forty just for fun. Um, last uh, in midseason, he was called out by Shaq. Some whack ass crap that he said. Um, he's like, "Oh, I don't think you're a star. I don't mm-hmm. think you've got it. Whatever." To average thirty-seven points to, um, uh, over the, the course of three games against one against of the better defensive teams in the league, one of the better defensive teams in the league, and two of the best perimeter defend defending wings in the NBA. Allegedly, Kawhi, allegedly, Kawhi got the the second team all defense. Um, so he's got one of them there. Um, so to be doing what he's been doing and to have his team up 2-1 is astounding. Um, the Utah Jazz are a great team. They're, they're, they're built. They're another one of those teams that are well built. Before we move on to this one, I want to give a shout out to James Jones, the GM for the Suns who built a great team. Uh, I don't think his name gets tossed in there enough. Um, I don't know if the GM of the year award was announced yet. I don't think it has been. It should be him. There's not even a question about it. Um, but going back to this, Utah is kind of built the same way as Phoenix. They play team basketball. They play together. Um, they have a few. I mean, they have a star in, in Donovan Mitchell who carries the offensive load. But they've got other guys who can. Mike Conley is a. Mike Conley, uh, I would he, say he's a star. He's a, he's a star. Donovan's he's, he's pushing aging. superstar. At this point, he's playing like a superstar. He's playing like a superstar. I'm gonna give him that. Uh, what he's been doing this playoffs, he's been he's been playing like a superstar. Um, they've got all the pieces to fit. You know, when when Bogey needs to defend, he'll defend. Uh, when Ingles needs to defend, he'll defend. They'll both shoot threes and both um, put the ball on the floor when they need to. Gobert, obviously, are anchoring their defense. Um, they've got a good team. It's just, I think, 
what the ser- what the what's going to make the series is how the Clippers play, and if Paul George and if Kawhi, if they're all going to stay on the same page, if they're going to stay on the same page and play together, they're going to. I think they're going to take it mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, but if they can't, and they've proven and they've shown that they can't always play together, I think Utah has it in the bag. So yeah. it, it's. I think it's dependent on the Clippers' play. They had a huge game three, so I'll go yeah. through the numbers for those two guys. They mm. actually have identical stat lines down yeah. to the decimal. Yeah. 26, 7.7, and 4.3. Uh, one thing that stands out to me is Paul George is shooting 46% from three, whereas Kawhi is shooting 29. Ooh. But then you look at the field, Kawhi's at 52, and Paul George is at 41. So clearly, one is dominating the paint, the mid-range, and the other is dominating the three-point line, which is a great balance to have. Right. They had a huge third game. Uh, game three, I think the... So it was a it was a thirty point shellap. Yeah, I was very surprised. I didn't expect it to be that bad. Um, yeah. Paul George at thirty one points, Kawhi at thirty four and twelve. So if those two guys can do that, because I think right now they're playing a little bit of everyone, but Donovan can destroy. Uh, sorry, Donovan, you get yours. Everybody else not. No one else is because they had a lot of guys that averaged over seventeen points a game. Joe Ingles is under that right now. Mm-hmm. Bogdanovich is under that right now. Gobert is under that right now. Jordan Clarkson still putting up 19 off the bench. Royce O'Neal is not even putting up double digits. So these are all guys that had much better regular seasons. Right. If that's their game plan, I think it's a very smart game plan. They're picking their battles. It's, it's, it is only, smart. only if Kawhi and PG can continue to average 60 points between them. They have to. They have to. That, that's really like if those two guys can play offensively the way that they are and then they execute defensively in the way. Like Donovan, you want to get 40? 50, go ahead. Do it. No problem. The other guys are the guys we're going to stop. If that's the plan, I think it can work. If that's not the plan, then it's going to be a weird series. I feel like it's just whoever has like a good game that night, whoever's feeling it that night. I thought after the first two games, it was going to be completely Utah side, and then they lost game three. Game four is tonight. It's a huge game for both That's sides because pivotal game. It either goes two two or three one, right. and you never never ever want to go down three one. Um, I'm gonna go Clippers tonight just because I think I just think Kawhi is poised and yeah. he like Kawhi plays like he has nothing to lose, even when everything is on the wall and he's about to lose everything. Yeah, he looks like he has nothing to lose. He doesn't really have much to lose at this point. He's playing very, very low pressure basketball right now, even though everyone is putting all the pressure on them. Yeah. So, uh, for that reason, I think I'm going to go with Clippers tonight. Clippers. I think right now, you know, Stephen A. Smith went crazy about Donovan Mitchell, called him the greatest Utah player in history, forgetting that Carl Malone second all time in scoring. John Stockton, number one all-time in assists. Who are they? The Donovan. Right. Right. He's had one, one playoff run. But yeah. that's fine. That's uh, fine. More than and one, I, but he's got one good playoff, one superstar playoff run. And then Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year. Jordan Clarkson, sixth man. Quinn Snyder being considered coach of the year. Number one team. And I think everything is at this point getting to their heads. And it's Ooh. becoming a lot to deal with pressure-wise mm-hmm. for the other guys. So we'll see how those guys play it's right. obvious that donovan mitchell is here for the spotlight and he's gonna play yeah but rudy we need more than 11 points unfortunately <laughs> i mean I, I know he's not there to score but yeah i mean bogdanovich we definitely need more than 14 if clarkson's gonna give us 18 points at almost 19 a game bogdanovich is gonna give us about 18 19 a game so that that's all, that's where i stand with that i think we're both in agreement that it all comes down to how Kawhi and pg play and if they play together 
Mm-hmm. That's the way the series is going to go. If they don't play together, Clippers are very stoppable. They lost Serge to, sur- to, to surgery. Uh, I don't remember what the injury is, but he back, back but he's out for this. He's out for the rest of the playoffs until next year. Um, but it's just that's that's the way she goes. You know what I mean? It goes the way they go. Um, so if they can't play together, they're going to be successful. I don't think they can play together two nights in a row. Uh, they probably did it. No, I mean, I think they can. They can. They can. Yeah, Paul George they has had a sleepy, it. like a very quiet, nice playoff run. It's not the nobody, greatest, nobody, but it's nice. Nobody wants to give him any credit, which is fair because we expect a lot more out of PG. Mm-hmm. Um, He's playing well in this it, series. It's. It's. I don't want to bet against superstar caliber players. Um, Reggie Jackson's playing pretty well for them. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. He has been. He has been. Um, he's been picking up a lot actually for uh, for them this this playoff season this playoff uh, run they've had. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Utah. I think Utah's gonna go up three um, one. I think they're gonna, hopefully they're gonna, th- those other guys are gonna learn from the mistakes. You change your game plan. You you game plan for their for the for the Clippers game plan as well. Um, and you try to do better on Ka- on Kawhi and Paul George. Once you get one of them off of their rhythm, I think um, you're you're good and you're in the clear. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Jess and I think go up three one. That's what my guess. Yeah, I mean, it, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's move over to the East and East. discuss. So there's a game going on right now, Philadelphia and Atlanta, game four. Mm. Philly is now leading the series 2-1, which is interesting because Atlanta won the first game. And yeah. Atlanta had just came off or come off a five-game gentleman sweep of the New York Knicks. And then they won f- the first game in Philly. Trey Young showed out. And then there were a lot of like, okay, is Trey the real deal? Is Atlanta going to make the conference final? Is Philly going to choke? Joel Embiid, is he going to da 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 And in, right on time, these guys turn it around, win two straight games. And I, I, I personally don't think Atlanta is going to win another game this series. Ooh, four in a row? But Joel Embiid, man. He's a monster. on half of a knee, is putting up 35 tenants and five. And he's shooting 53% from the field. He's 81 from the free throw line, which is amazing for your center. And the guy is just playing monster basketball. 27 points in the last game, 40 points in the game before, 39 in the game before, plus 16, plus 14, plus what 13. What more can you ask for? Even in the loss, he was plus 13. Um, he is playing like a superstar. He is a superstar. Uh, not sure the health of the knee. The knee looks like it's fine. If you're dropping up, if you're dropping 40 points a night, if you're dropping 40, 35, and, uh, 35 a night on a partially torn meniscus, I would love to see it when it was healthy. And what he would do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I do want to bring up, which I think is is, is pr- very interesting, is that in the game where Ben Simmons only had four points, seven assists, he was still plus ten and held, I believe, Trey Young to a measly twenty-one points that game compared to thirty-five and twenty-eight points in game one and three. So, um, minus Trey Young was minus eleven that game. Shot fourteen percent from three and thirty-eight percent from the field. So. You can see Ben Simmons's um, focus, and the Sixers' focus should be on containing Trey Young. You don't have to guard him and put him on straps to the point where he's not going to score. But you make him shoot like that, the Atlanta Hawks are not going to go far, and they mm-hmm. and they 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 need their three point shooting. So once the three point shooting is gone, you pretty much have that game in the bag. Um, he did do have a better game, had a better th- uh, game three, shot fifty percent from three, uh, dropped twenty eight points. But I think you know the, the Sixers' talent is just too much. And we've got mm-hmm. uh, Ben Simmons, Joel, and Tobias Harris, who's been huge for them. I'm Bro, sure you have his numbers up right now. I told you, I told you again. This was on the same call with, um, I forget his name, 
Flacco? Flacco. Falco? Falco. Falco, not Flacco. That's the, the quarterback. Flacco, Flacco, Flacco. is uh, ASAP Rocky. Flacco is Joe Flacco. Oh, Baltimore Flacco Ravens. Too. Yeah, yeah. But anyways. Flacco Joey is ASAP Rocky. But anyways, <laughs> go ahead. Um, damn, what was I saying? Doc Rivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tobias yeah, yeah, Harris. Yeah, yeah. Tobias Harris. So, yeah, we were on that show with Falco, yeah. the Falco takeaway. And I was like, man, Tobias Harris had his best season ever with mm-hmm. Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. And then he had a couple down years. And then Doc Rivers came back. And this guy has been playing lights out. And in this series, he's putting up 21-8-4. He's clearly their second best player. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. And they are nowhere without this guy. Obviously, they're nowhere without Joel Embiid. But I think that with Joel Embiid there, even giving them 35-10, and 10, if Tobias Harris isn't doing what he's doing, shooting 60% from the field while he's doing it, yeah, I don't think that they're, they're as good as they are. Because... Like, they have a lot of good players. Like, even South Curry's having a great series. He a great is having a for really them. good playoffs for them. Tobias man. Harris is that number two guy, and he's reliable, and he's, I mean, he's playing pretty efficiently. His three point shooting could get better, but uh, South Curry's another guy putting up 60% from three, yeah. 18 points a game. Yeah. So they have options, man. They have Danny Green, they have Ben Simmons, they have Cork <laughs> Maz Milton, uh, Tabuli. They got a bunch Tabooz. of guys, man. They got a bunch of guys. I think that this team is built to win. Uh, it'll just depend on the health of their guys. If if Joel and B can be healthy and B is in, like impose himself like this, yeah, please, man. There's no reason that they should not make it out of the East, given everything. I guess with Milwaukee, there should be an interesting matchup. That will be an interesting matchup. There's no reason why they shouldn't get out of this series. Um, oh yeah, I mean, there's no reason at all that you with can, a half Joel and B they should get up just fine. I don't think that the the uh, the Hawks will win another game. I yeah, don't see it. I love that. Um, to the last series we go. A series that has taken a huge turn for many reasons. Crazy. Started out 2-0. Uh, Brooklyn up. Mm-hmm. The Milwaukee Bucks have in, come in back. In embarrassing fashion. Yes, yes. Uh, blowout fashion. The Milwaukee Bucks have come back to tie it up 2-2. Um, game three, James Harden goes down mm-hmm. with a hamstring injury that's been lingering all season and for, for a while. Game four, Kyrie Irving goes down with a, a nasty ankle injury. Uh, rolling, didn't roll, return. Didn't return. Uh, went went to the locker room, rolled his ankle when landing on Giannis's foot. Um, He's ruled out for game five. Ruled out for game five. That report came out today. This series has changed 360 degrees now. Mm-hmm. What went from being a possible 4-0 sweep, a possible five even five-game series, has turned into Milwaukee Bucks can. Are probably favored at this point. Oh, a hundred percent. And they're definitely the favorite at this point. You're 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 expecting Kevin Durant to carry a team of Blake Griffin, who he's good, but you're asking a lot for him to be to step up and fill the shoes of Kyrie Irving and James Harden, DeAndre Jordan, who doesn't play, uh, a bunch of young Joe Harris, who listen, he's he's a he's a good basketball player, but once again, you're asking to fill a lot some big shoes, man, and not that KD can't do it himself. I think he can get his. I'm not confident in everybody else getting anything. And the Milwaukee Bucks are are they've got the stars. <laughs> they've got it's 3 to 1 on stars now. Mm-hmm. Right? So the playoff comes down to stars, comes down to slowing the game down. You can let KD score, guard everybody else. It's going to be very tough for the Brooklyn Nets to to to, to yeah. To get this one out, I just think it's a little funny because you know the world sets all these expectations on 36 year old LeBron. Uh, AD goes down. You know how do they lose? How are you losing? You expect you know expect goat level stuff out of this guy. Yeah. And Kevin Durant, who's been you know outspoken about wanting to be the best, and 
you know, always, always feeling disrespected. And now, you know, these two guys go down and, oh, he has nobody. No, I'm not saying you, but this is the sentiment now. Oh, you know, he has nobody. You can't expect him to win. It's like, yo, like, I don't care if you have nobody. Don't stack your, your team up with three, four max guys. Mm-hmm. And then when two of them go down, you complain about the lack of depth. That doesn't matter to me. Like, Kevin Durant is a superstar, and he wants to be considered one of the best three players in the league. But he doesn't catch the flack even half the flack that a LeBron does. And he, and everyone's like, yo, well, LeBron catches the flack because he deserves it. Nobody deserves more flack than Kevin Durant. <laughs> that guy welcomes all the flack in the world. Every single one of them. Flack, Flacco, Falco, every single one of them. So I, I don't want to hear it. Like, I know that they're – I'm not expecting them to win. I mean, Milwaukee's not a cakewalk in the park. At all, at all. So it, they're definitely going to – like, I think Milwaukee should definitely win them. Milwaukee the should – I don't, should, I don't should, think Brooklyn should, should ever win another game in I the agree. Series, I agree with that assuming, one. Assuming, yeah. you know, none of those guys come back. But KD, like, I'm sorry. It sucks to suck, my dude. Like, you stacked your team and two of them got injured. And that, that's what happens that's, when, that's you, a, that's when a, you have a top-heavy team and nobody else. Like, now Bruce Brown's going to have to come out and it's, give you it's, 20. It's, it's not that they don't have anybody else. I think they do have good role players for the team that for, they constructed exactly. originally. Spot so up shooters. It's not when create it, your own but shot, like, guys. you take away Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton from the Bucks team, what what's Giannis left with to, to, to carry to the, to, to no, the no, finals? For sure. It, it's the same idea. So, it, But it, you take it, AD off the Lakers with the 36-year-old LeBron. Yeah. And we said the same thing. about but, We said that to Le, about and LeBron. And then in the, in the world, it's like, oh, LeBron's washed. He's, yeah, he is washed, bro. He's 30, <laughs> 36. He is washed. Um, it sucks for it to go down this way because I, I wanted to see Brooklyn in the finals. I Maybe one of the very few people that did want to see Brooklyn in the finals because I want to see how far this team can go. I want to see how this team constructed can go if one-on-one basketball could work, if it could win. Um, it sucks to leave it up to injury uh, because now, in my opinion, you will, let's look at like the the playoffs as a whole. Now Brooklyn is out. If, if the guys don't come out, don't don't come back healthy. Look, Brooklyn so, is out. Somebody brought up a really great point. Former player that said, if you get injured and you don't come back, that's how you know that player is really hurt. So of course, both of them didn't return. I don't even. I think even if they throw them out there, it'll be a force. Yeah, and and they're not the type of force. Especially Kyrie's not the type of force. <laughs> he, he's taking any day off he wants to. So when he's actually hurt, he's definitely not going to try to play. Yeah. Um, it sucks that this is the way it went. Now we're kind of we're. I'm looking at the teams that are in the in, in the playoff run still in the in the championship run still. I'm like, this is as wide open as. It has been for a very, very long time. There's yeah. no guessing. That who being could said, win though, it. there are about three or four teams that are as knotted as I as it can get. When you think of like a Utah, uh, a Phoenix, Milwaukee, Philly. That's what I'm saying. You those don't, are four any team powerhouses. Can, any any team can take it though. It looks yeah. like we have it. It's not like the the recent years where we've had you know Cavs. Warriors or whatever. You know, you know what LeBron teams are going to take it. LeBron Steph. You know what teams are taking it or are going to take it. These four teams that are going to be left in the conference finals, if it's not Brooklyn in there, I don't know who's going to win. It's going to come down to strategy. It's going to come down to um, assignments. It's going to come down to coaching. It's going to come down to can a team withstand the pressure of playing in the finals, playing in the conference finals. So this is as wide open as it's going to get, and it's going to look nice. It's going to be two more great series on both sides. both sides, mm-hmm. no, uh, yeah. Well, there's still three, three uh, technically three after this after yeah. this round, um, and it's exciting. I, uh, I, I, I go back and forth. I'm like, yeah, Phoenix looks like they can take it. They've been playing really well. But oh wait, like Milwaukee is, they've got three stars. I'm not sold Sixers. on. I'm not, Phoenix is the only team for me that has been 
from start to finish played well. Dominance Dom- in every yeah, single game. Exactly. But, but that being said, they played AD with less Lakers and they played Jamalis. Jamalis Denver. So you can't know. get way too ahead of yourself. Yeah. Milwaukee looked like crap. Now they look amazing. I wanna I wanna just say one thing about Giannis. The last two games, Giannis put up thirty three and fourteen and thirty four and twelve. Um, shot forty four percent. Sorry, shot forty five percent in the first game, fifty four percent in the second game. The only knock I have on him, and this is the knock that everyone's giving him, is that he's two for thirteen over those two games from the three point line. Shooting twenty percent, twelve for thirteen percent. Why are you shooting, shooting 13, thirteen threes, threes in two games, my man? You let can't even shoot every, free throws. Let let everybody else shoot the threes. And, and you the, focus the thing on what is, the analysts ask are like, "Why, like, dude?" You are unstoppable going to the rim. Absolutely. You're averaging over 30 points a game going to the rim, and you decide 13 threes is what I'm going to do. So that's my only knock on him. Stop shooting the threes. You have weapons there to shoot them for you. Exactly. Um, and I think that that's going to, you know, what, how much how much of that is coaching, though? How much of that is is Bud just not not saying anything? How is this guy shooting eight threes and then five threes the next game? You went one for eight, and the the next game you shoot five threes. It um it definitely does have some sort of responsibility on Bud. Uh, Giannis also has to be just cognizant. I mean, first game you can't stop a player from shooting threes if they're just gonna go up and pull up and shoot it. And I'm sure Giannis is given a lot of threes to take, and they're gonna give it to him because he shoots a poor percentage, and he's gonna want to shut them up. So it's it, it's it's for sure some of it is on coaching. Um, but when he's your star player and putting up buckets, putting up 30 a night, and he wants to shoot a few threes, fine. 13 threes is a bit excessive. Um, maybe bring it down to seven. I'll be okay if you shoot three threes a game, six, six, three, six threes over total uh, over two games. I'll be okay if you do that. Um, but he's got to focus because those 13 possessions are going to be important down the road mm-hmm. when there's teams that are going to really capitalize and, p- and make you pay for it uh, and teams that aren't depleted. So hopefully he watches that tape. Hopefully he sees the room they're giving him and he realizes why they're giving him that room. Um, and hopefully he comes back game um, game five and he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I Like I said, I, I don't expect Brooklyn to win another game. They do have Kevin Durant, but that's just about it. Uh, their their pieces are so built around those two guys, it's not even funny. Three. Like, yeah. uh, like I meant more like Kyrie and Harden because those guys are the ones that like KD can play off anybody, but right. people like you, Kyrie can't play off anybody. He needs people to play off him. Right. Okay, so I think right. that they're building that team for guys like. So when Kyrie's done finishing his thirty seconds of dribbling, he can find someone at the end of the shot clock that's gonna bang three, the shot yeah, and be ready yeah. to make it. So right. when you have now a bunch of these guys who are three and D by the definition, now being forced to put the ball on the floor, it's like I don't know if Joe Harris can create his shot. No, I wouldn't underestimate because I know Joe, Joe Harris can. Can can put the ball on the floor and attack the rim. I, I I've seen him multiple times do that multiple occasions throughout the year. Um, Bruce, I'm you know I'm not too we confident. Haven't you enough. haven't seen enough of it. Yeah. Um, be be nice. BG, you're you're gonna have to do something, uh, do something proper, and um, he's gonna have to step up and play like an all star and play like he used to be able to play. Uh, once again, we haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been required to do it, so it'll be very interesting if he does. Um, if he does, Detroit, hilarious. It was, it's gonna, very, it was very interesting, jokes. though, because, like, okay, first of all, that Detroit thing is so annoying, and they need to find a way to, like, never, ever allow that, at least, like, take half their buyout money if 
if yeah. they're like evidently, you know, dogging taking it. it. They're taking but it, but for themselves. But a couple of days ago, a report came out that Spencer Dinwiddie was aiming to come back in oh, the finals. Yes. They dropped a video of him working out, which is insane. Like, he looks amazing. Great. I'm happy. We went from Brooklyn is the guaranteed champion to they're not even going to get past this round in maybe 12 hours. Mm-hmm. At all because Kyrie got injured. And at this point, the finals is not even next round. It's the round after. So yeah. Dinwiddie almost becomes a non-factor at this point because we need people now. Right. They have to and make it through that round. It's tough, man. It's it, That's just the way she goes, like you said. Uh, KD, you won two championships handed to you. It's just the way she goes. So not everything in life comes easy. Yeah. And he's probably shook now because he's like, oh, a struggle in the playoffs? What does that mean? <laughs> what do I do? I don't know. I have to do everything? What does that mean? <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, I think that's, uh, that's that wraps about it. it up. Yeah. That wraps it up. So we do have those series left and then we got the conference finals. So we get, we'll have four teams left. Uh, I'm excited to see who Phoenix faces. It, it's still pretty early. I want to say it's, it's two one with game four tonight. So if it becomes two, two is going to be extended even more. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Phoenix could take that rest and, I mean, until then, we'll continue to come back at you with all the content. Before we wrap up, congratulations to you, sir, uh, oh, making thanks, the man. announcement. Um, one of us is a fadeaway like, father. What did I do? One of us is a fadeaway father, and it's not me. So congratulations on the announcement of you and Anne expecting. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you. Hopefully, you can raise a lovely young Raptors fan. And maybe Raptors may, player? Maybe maybe he can hit a shot just like that one day in the <laughs> league. Who knows? He or she can hit a shot like that one day in the league. But congratulations yeah. to you. Uh, that being said, uh, follow us, ladies and gentlemen, on Spotify. Uh, oh, Apple, Apple, by the way, speaking more. of my children, yeah, just a tad. I hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Follow us on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, YouTube, anywhere you catch your podcast, we'll be there. Uh, also on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere you DM somebody, we'll be there as well. Um, we'll come back at you next week.